Yeah, turkey. I see. I'm a big like mixing guy, so I like the gravy just gets everywhere. I think I'll eat a scoop of turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, all in one. All gravy. <laughs> all in one. All in one. Recording in progress. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Who. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. That's right, Hove. Welcome back, people. Life with football episode seventeen. Six. six. Nah, oh. forget that six bull. I, I think forget, it's bro. ah dang. I screwed this up already, man. Not a good start. Listen, welcome back. We are here at a special episode. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. We got a special Thanksgiving life with football episode, and uh, life is good. Tim, what's happening? What's up, man? What's going on? Happy uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Um, what do you think? Maybe 20 years ago, we were out at like the Nav- Narragansett somewhere on Long Island. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the, the Huntington Hilton. In the terrible like business button down, big collar shirt with some yeah. jeans. There was no uh, skinny jeans back then. No no regular dress, dress shoe cut. There were boot nope. cut jeans. With some black, terrible-looking dress shoes, trying to look sweet out there on Thanksgiving yeah. Eve, man. I had some bad experiences Thanksgiving Eve. I've gone both ways, but I mean, ah, what a great time to be alive! Good times, good times. <laughs> now, what I did today knocked out the Christmas lights, bro. How about that? Small move. Yeah, it's a good move. A little, it's, you know. That's a hedge. That's a nice quick jump on the holiday season, right there, bro. It's the earliest I've had the Christmas lights up. It's a good feeling. I gotta add You're to done. it, but it's a good foundation. Um, so yeah, everybody's off of work. We got Thanksgiving tomorrow. Great weekend coming up. Great weekend in the sports world, the Big Ten world, the Purdue world, the high school football world, all of it. Uh, I'm just excited about it. So let's get into this. Yeah. Number one topic, as usual, Boilermaker football coming off a big win. Up in Wrigley Field, um, 32-14, I believe was the score, over Northwestern. And uh, it was a pretty cool experience, Wrigley Field experience. Wish I could have made it, but as soon as the announcement was made, hotel rooms were booked, so we didn't get up there. But uh, what would you think of Wrigley, man? I thought the optics of it was great, man. It probably presented some challenges to the coaches and players being that tight on the wall like that. That was the no, second little... game, I think, in Wrigley Field, right? Yeah. And I think the uh, first game, it was Northwestern Illinois, right? Yeah, and they could only play one way. Yeah, because they yeah. screwed, they botched the size of the field or something was yeah. going on. Um, no, the optics, the optics are great. I like it a lot, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. It was cool to see uh, they had some coaches and players out there with um, like baseball gloves and baseballs having to catch out there because I yeah. would do the same thing, man. A Wrigley Field. I saw that legendary yeah. place like when's the next chance you're gonna get on there probably never never so um it was pretty good but anyway um let's take a look at a little bit of box score here the boilermakers win o'connell with another accurate day three tugs no interceptions 29 for 39 423 kids on fire man he's really doing it finishing up his yeah. senior year man he's doing a big 
um, accurate, consistent. It's what it's what what Brom needed. Like I said, yeah. just a comfortable QB that takes care of the football um, and doesn't force things at this point. Yeah. So it, it really looks good out there, man. Milton Wright, an absolute tremendous day. Good for number zero. Come on. Yeah, man. That guy, Milton Wright, man, he deserves everything, dude. That guy, and I don't know if you heard him speak or in, in his interviews afterwards. What a, mm-hmm. He sounds like a great dude, man. Humble kid. It's all about the team, and that's what's awesome about him. We get to have him for another year after three seasons, so that's ex- pretty cool, man. That Good excites for me. Wright. Good for Milton yeah. Wright. Good for zero. Eight receptions, 213 yards. He averaged 26.6 a catch, long of 53. He's just that that guy that gets vertical on the outside. Um, yeah. Great tandem with Bell on the other side. And you got Anthrop messing with the middle. Payne Durham back in action. Uh, Bell, no slouch as usual. 12 receptions <laughs> for 101. Had another 100-yard reception game. And number three gets the finalist nod for the Bolitnikov Trophy, man. Yeah, man. Bolitnikov awards the top wide receiver of the country. He's uh top three. So three final th- three finalists, and he's one of them. That's crazy Nailed to it. think about. Yeah. Um, he's just, you know, it's it's obvious choice right there, man. The kid's unbelievable. He deserves all the accolades that you know one one person could uh, receive. Good for him too. So he had 101 on his last game. Bell is sixth in the country with 87 receptions, eighth in the country in receiving yards with 1207. What a phenomenal year he's having. Hopefully he gets to put an exclamation point on it yeah. against the Hoosies this Saturday. Um, the bucket game. I think it's at noon, right? No, 330 Three, on FS1. 330 bucket game. We'll be in Ross Aid. Can't wait. Um, Sold out. Everybody knows this is the game, man. You got to beat IU. The Boilermakers have had the best season record since 2007. Well, if they win out, basically, uh, or get this dub against the Hoosiers, they're seven and four. Um, in 2007, they were eight. They went eight and five. Started off five and zero. Oh. We were checking this out yeah. last night. What a hot start! Let's give a little nod to the Boilermaker legends. Um, yeah, Curtis Painter. Legend QB, cradle of QBs. Dustin Keller, freak athlete that came up as a tight end, made his made his mark in the NFL. Dorian Bryant, one of the first, like, I feel like it was a game changer as far as talent goes and speed. Like, he was just one of the yeah. first different guys at, at Purdue. Corey Sheets, legendary, court, uh, legendary running back, ran for a bunch of yards for the Boilermakers, then went on to have a really a great career in the Canadian League. And uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff Averill, defensive end slash linebacker, stud out there. He went on to have a huge career in the NFL for the Seattle Seahawks. So those are just a couple Super, names and plenty. Super Bowl plenty champ. More. Super Bowl champ. Um, solid career that just these these kind of under the, under the radar dudes that go out and have a lengthy NFL career and professional career. So that'll just be exciting. work ethic. There's no question. Yeah. And the recruiting that my man Joe T was doing, man. Yeah, yeah. Had, had NFL talent every year going out there, man. Yeah. So, yeah, bucket game this this Saturday. Overall series, all time in the series. You know what? Take a guess. How many wins Oof. Purdue has versus IU? Ah, uh, that's so – I don't – I'm going to say Purdue's got 20, 20 more wins than Indiana. 
Yeah, I, almost double. So Purdue wow. seventy four, IU is forty two. Wow, um, six ties. That's all time. And then they have stats for the trophy series. I guess when the bucket got introduced, starting yeah. in nineteen twenty five, and that's double as well. So Purdue is up sixty to thirty two and three ties. Largest wow. victory, Purdue sixty eight nothing. That's an Ooh. that's an eighteen ninety two. I don't know about that. Eighteen ninety two. Longest win streak. Purdue went ten in a row from nineteen forty eight to nineteen fifty seven. Yeah, they've been going back and forth for the last couple seasons. Yeah, when was the last time they won? Eighteen when Rondell was there. I believe so. Should be a good game. I mean, IU had a lot of. I mean, Purdue is IU last year, right? IU was a game away from playing for a Big Ten title <clears throat> or That's something crazy. like that last year. Yeah. And now they've really struggled. So uh, you sent me that tweet today, and I don't remember it. Do you remember the path to if Purdue could win the Big Ten title? What do we need? Not yeah, win, but, but a they, share of the West, right? Here's what, yeah. Here's what's getting, well, yeah. Here's what's getting thrown off by that, right? So if Minnesota beats Wisconsin and Iowa loses, we win. We, I saw somewhere that will be the West champ, but Minnesota and Purdue will have the same record and Minnesota's beating us heads up. And so I don't know how that would work. I don't know. I read the tweet. That was all I had. Yeah. All I know is F in Minnesota. Ugh. Yeah, man. We could have been looking at nine wins, but you know what? You don't know what happened after that loss, right? Like, you just can't yeah. count it. I mean, they might have went into the locker room, went in and said, let's get after it this week, and ripped off a winning streak. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I really think those are the – if you want to be the team and the program or where you want to be, those are the games you're going to have to start turning around and winning and getting the ninth win. You know what I mean? And – I'm granted, you got to be grateful for seven wins, hopefully eight, but to turn the corner, those are the games you can't lose anymore. Minnesota. So, big weekend for the Boilermakers. Big weekend in college football. Um, ESPN dropped the most recent, or, you know, the, the playoff committee, whatever you want to call it, college football playoff committee, dropped the top four teams in the rankings, and the Bearcats of Cincinnati are in there with the boys. You got Georgia at Good number one. Ohio State, number two, Alabama, number three, and Cincinnati at four. Um, Cincinnati is in there for the first time in eight-year history of college football playoff. A team from the Group of Five Conference has cracked the top four in the selection committee's rankings, which would assure it a spot in one of the two semifinal games on New Year's Eve. So wow. they keep what they need. They keep what they're doing. They're going to be there yeah. in the playoffs, man. That'll be big. Three. I don't know if you've. Had have you seen any of them? Have you seen any of their games? Like just flashes and they look good. <laughs> yeah, they really do look good. They look, but you know, I hate the whole competition aspect of it, but they really do look good and talented. You know what I mean? And the quite we went through uh, the coaching carousel last week, but um, I'm assuming Luke Fickle is going to be one of the hottest in the country looking for uh, getting close yeah. on some big time jobs coming up soon. Absolutely. Agreed. So there's your uh, football playoffs there. And we are moving uh, along. Go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean to cut off. And, Go for uh, it. And I don't know the kid's name, number 99 on uh, the defensive lineman from Georgia. Have you seen that kid? Yes. Dang, I forgot his name because they were all over it last, year, last week. 
I mean, that's if he's eligible, that's the number one pick overall, I would imagine, right? I would think so. I mean, that's a massive <laughs> I mean, my human Lord. being. And did you see him running? You see him run down that back last week? Yeah, Jordan Davis. That's who it is. Not all. Look at that solid Google search as we go through the show. Yeah. I feel like What's a freaking his... engineer out here, man. What are his statistics, like size and, and weight and height? 6'6", 340 pounds <laughs> from Mallard Creek, Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, runs like a deer. Yeah. Runs like, runs like a deer. He does. It's insane. Yeah, you yeah. got to watch that video on live right now and see him run down that running back, bro. We got to check that out. Absolutely insane. No one that big no one that big should be able to run that fast. What is that? Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. So we got some uh, you know, the college football rankings and, and playoffs. It's uh shaping. We got one more week and then we got the conference championships and uh we'll see how everything breaks down. Um big time high school Indiana high school state championships are this weekend, starting on Friday. Uh so we got six Total games, obviously all six classes in the state are represented. Let me run through these teams here. So 1A, you know, we were talking about earlier. I'm wondering, so 1A being the smallest. Yeah. What would Indiana 1A state champion football team, what would they do in Long Island and their top football teams in Long Island? That's the question. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I would never want to disrespect our heritage and where we come from but yeah, right it's tough man it's tough I mean, to say yeah because then you think about it like give me that 118 in 1998 we're gonna have a little we're gonna have a little war in the back behind <laughs> the high school there'd be a battle who knows what we got but uh regardless yeah. 12 p.m on friday adam central versus indianapolis lutheran lutheran's 14 and 0 adam central's 13 and 1 lutheran has a qb i don't know his name but he's legit Give me a region of the state where those two schools are from quickly, like quick synopsis. Where are they? Lutheran's in Indy, so right smack gotcha. in, the, in the circle. Adams Central. Where's Adams Central? Fort Wayne. So Adams Central, Northeast, Fort Wayne. Um, gotcha. Then at 3.30, we got, so they kind of stagger it. So 1A, 3A, and 5A are on Friday. Um, Burbuff is the, so the 3A game is, is what I'm most excited about for a couple of reasons. Burbuff Jesuit, 12 and 2 versus Gibson Southern, 13 and 1. Um, I, I got some friends that coach on, on Burbuff. I'm real excited about their team. Um, right. They sling it, man. I, I, they just got a lot of action on offense. Uh, they got a big, obviously, a big defensive line. Joey Strickland, uh, their defensive lineman, four star D line committed to Purdue. Nice. And um, and Nolan Buckman at QB slings it, slung it all year long. It's got some got some talented wide receivers that can catch the football, make some plays. They're just athletes that make plays. Man. Yeah, good G- man. Gibson Southern on the other side of the ball has got the four star QB, another uh, Purdue commit, Brady Allen. Oh, up. Listen to this guy real quick. Hold on, let's see if I can find these stats. 3,855 passing yards. He's number one in the state. I think he's got 53 touchdowns, which is absolutely insane. Um, he's about 6'4", 220, and uh, the guy can light it up. So I'm excited to see him in action and see what he does, see if he could bring that Gibson Southern. So that's Southern Indiana. Get, bring them that ring there. 
uh, and two Boilermakers on each side, two four-stars. So the only four-stars in Purdue's recruitment class coming up so far in 2022. Um, they're playing each other in the state final, so that'll be awesome. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it adds a little uh, little zest to the game. Yep. Yes, sir. So 7 p.m., 5A games, Zionsville uh, against Indianapolis Cathedral. Cathedral is – they got a ton of ton of athletes – and um, they've, they've been a powerhouse. They're the only ones that battle with um, Center Grove, which is a 6A. So they lost to Center Grove at home, and they had grass. I don't know if you saw any video of that, but Cathedral's grass. They don't yeah. have a home stadium, so they play, I think it was Arlington it's called. It's like the closest to their uh, their school. But anyway, yeah. they must have let the grass grow to like a foot, man, because... On, on purpose? Yeah, I'm guessing it was on purpose because they usually don't do that, but yeah. to slow everybody down, but um, Center Grove took it from them. So... Yeah, let me ask you a quick question. How does a Catholic school or a school like Cathedral play a public school in Indiana? From what I it understand, does- it's all mixed in, basically. Gotcha. So it's based just on population of the school. Correct. Gotcha. Enrollment in the school. Um, Cathedral's obviously top dog there. Zionsville. Yeah, now both those schools are located in the in the area right there. Yeah, right? Cathedral's close to you. Yeah, Cathedral's on, uh, you know, the, the east side uh, within the loop there. And Zionsville, northwest side. Zionsville's running back, Colin Price. Uh, that's who that is. He is an uh, absolute animal. Uh, big dude. I haven't seen where he's heading to school, but I'm not sure. Uh, over 1,600 yards of rushing, 26 TDs. And, he's uh, a four-star? I don't know. I don't know his uh, delineation gotcha. or, his, or his, his rankings there. Cathedral's got some dudes on, on both sides of the football. Uh, number 99, Kendrick Gilbert. He's a 2023. Um, I met this dude when he was, I think, going into ninth grade. And the guy, you know, he was just like green, didn't say a word. Yeah. You know, just got some work in, was quiet dude. Now he's a national freaking recruit. He's got every offer in the Big Ten, starting to nice. expand outside of the Big Ten. Uh, about 6'5", 260. Very and nice. He'll be an animal there. Uh, Danny O'Neill, sophomore QB, nationally touted. He's grown into his own. I saw him early in the season. Looking forward to seeing him in the state finals. I think uh, Jerron Tibbs. Wide receiver out there getting getting some work. Uh, they they got some athletes. Bryce Llewellyn on nice. defense. He's like a true safety man. He's probably like the best um, fundamentally sound safety. Like downhill, does all the right yeah. things in the right spots. Just make plays. A little bit undersized, nice. but um, he's making plays, man. He'll be exciting on the next level too. So, um, cool. so that's Friday, and then on Saturday. 12 p.m. Uh, Andrian, this is the, I think it's the 2A, 2A. Andrian, Evansville, Modern Day. So Evansville, Southwest, uh, Northridge, Mount Vernon is the 4A game next. And then the big dogs at 7 p.m. Center Grove, Trojans up against uh, the Westfield Shamrocks, man. The nice. hometown here, Westfield. I've talked about Westfield a ton. Their QB's legit. Micah Hauser, our running back, plays both ways. Um, Popeye Williams, defensive end, Louisville commit. Then we got Center Grove. I mean, Center Grove on the other side has um, 
absolute studs, man. Picture this. Can you think of this? The defensive end, Caden Curry, is you know the top of the top five star uh, defensive end. Got every offer in the country. He's probably going to be a Buckeye. Okay. Then you go to the other side of the ball, Taven Jackson, quarterback, 6'4", 190, heading to Tennessee. So you got two guys on the opposite side there. Legitimate defense. I mean, their defense is just tough to handle. I would I would be surprised if Westfield just can do it for four quarters because Westfield's a bunch yeah. of athletic dudes. They got schemes. They they make plays. But um, to see if they could, could be consistent across the board for four straight quarters, uh, that'll be interesting. But we'll see what happens, and that'll wrap up the high school season here in Indiana. It's been a great one, and, uh, you know, into the offseason, which is exciting. See how people develop yeah. and who's who's talked about, who's going where, showcases, camp, seven-on-seven, seven, all that fun stuff. Exciting stuff, man. Had, did Center Grove and Westfield play each other in the regular season? I don't believe so. Westfield lost the first game of the season against Cathedral. So I think gotcha. the rankings right now, Center Grove number one, Cathedral number two, Westfield number three. That's gotcha. what it looks like. We shall see. It's going to be exciting. But regardless, like I said, a fantastic weekend coming up, a fantastic tastic Thanksgiving. And uh, we're going to go get this bucket, hit eight wins, head to, the, head to a bowl game. You think you're going to be in the pinstripe bowl regardless? We get eight nah, wins. Can we do I- something else? I think eight wins puts you in the pinstripe bowl. I think that's the route wow. they're trying to make it. Okay. Because I think it goes by place in the Big Ten and the ACC. That's why you might see a Clemson team in there that's seven and three right now. We might have to make that road trip to Yankee Stadium if they hit the pinstripe bowl. That'd be cool. I think that'd, I think that'd be fantastic. I think that's a must. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, do you have any other topics? Because I feel like we just flew by 26 I mean, minutes. We nailed it. We nailed the, you know. And now it's the it's the top section of the show. <laughs> One of my favorites. We got a thanks Thanksgiving themed final five right here. All right, we're gonna go nice. rapid fire. Tim, you're gonna answer each question first. I'll go second. Gotcha. And we're gonna rip through it. You ready? Gotcha. Hit it. Number one, candied yams or mashed potatoes? Simple question. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, but. My mother-in-law's candied yams are phenomenal. Mm. I put my wife's candied yams up against anybody. Exactly. So it's hard. I'm still going to go mashed potatoes. I agree. Mashed potatoes, a little gravy, a little salt and pepper. I used to mix the corn in there as a kid. Yeah. Delicious. Corn, definitely. Corn, definitely. Number two, hot turkey or cold turkey? Now, cold turkey, we're thinking leftovers, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, right. I like I like the cold turkey. I like the sandwich more than I do. I like the condiments around the turkey on Thanksgiving, but I like the cold turkey hours or the day after. I agree. I'm going to go cold turkey. I'm a big sandwich fan. Little turkey, little lettuce, pickle, yeah. banana Salt peppers. Pepper. What, what cheese would you go on a turkey sandwich? See, I go, I go hot turkey sam i i well that just kind of deflates the question yeah you just absolutely botched that (laughs) i did sorry cold turkey sandwich what are you putting on there (laughs) lettuce tomato mayo salt and pepper american cheese american cheese i'll go swiss have you ever had havarti cheese no never even heard of it before oh man check out havarti cheese it's really good all right all right number three gravy or no gravy on your turkey at thanksgiving no gravy 
So what kind of yeah. psychopath eats regular hot turkey with no gravy? What what do you put on it? Just straight up turkey? Yeah, turkey. I see. I'm a big like mixing guy, so I like the gravy just gets everywhere. The cranberry sauce, the corn, the mashed potatoes. So I don't mind the cranberry sauce mixing in with everything. I'll eat a scoop of turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, all in one. All <laughs> gravy. All in one. All in one, bro. I'm going hot gravy. That's really my the tops for uh, Thanksgiving, man. Hot gra- gravy gotcha. with the turkey. Sometimes mix in the mashed potatoes, but that's as far as I go. I don't do the cranberry stuff. Ooh. Top turkey bowl game memory. Turkey bowl, for those that don't know, if you're listening to a podcast and you know about football, you know about turkey bowls, right? It's when you and your friends get together on Thanksgiving break at some point. You got a little turkey bowl going on in the street, somebody's backyard, of a football field, behind a church, wherever. But it, it, people get after it. So give me, a, give me a memory, something that pops up for a turkey bowl. It's such a weird memory, but it just popped up. It was one, we were at the high school. I'm sure you weren't around. And this name is going to come out of right field. I hit Dominic Smith on a fade for like 40, put it right on his chin bone. <laughs> and he went berserk, bro. It was the great, he was so excited. What were you, like play. 12? Was, no, this was, this was like as older. So Dominic Smith, you weren't scared of anymore. You know what I mean? What was he? Yeah, was he like 40 at the time or what? Yeah, Tommy Petito brought uh, him down. But, oh, Tommy Petito. <laughs> yeah, but I made Dom Smith's life, bro. I drilled him with a 40-yard <laughs> fade ball, bro. That's fantastic. Came floating out of the sky. I'm going to go with um, Van Borgendien, which was like that turf field behind the church. I don't know yeah. the I don't know the year. It was like it was like high school. Probably it was after high school, college year, maybe even after, just after. But there might have been like I don't know fifty people at this place. Yeah, and we played just a huge game, in. just getting after it, knocking people out. That's where men that are was, made, dude. Yeah, that was Richie Gorman's last flag football game because I'll never forget. He almost snapped his leg in half, <laughs> and he and retired. At me, I almost broke my leg. I'm done. That's it. Fantastic That's it. memories. All right, NFL, favorite Thanksgiving Day player. Think about memories. Think about watching the game on Thanksgiving. Who who do you see in your eyes right now? Barry Sanders. Agreed, Barry. Yeah. What a legend, man. It's either Barry yeah. Sanders or Emmett Smith, but we can't give yeah. it to Emmett. No. And Barry Sanders, my favorite running back after Walter, Walter Payton. Um, just the way he freaking danced across the turf, especially across that turf in Detroit. Yeah. That like carpet. On. Yeah. That play. Yeah, he was great, man. He was definitely great. But Legendary. those are the memories. Yep. Legendary games, memories, Thanksgiving. Um, I just uh, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you can get a chance to kind of sit back and, and realize realize what you have in front of you. Uh, you actually gave me the quote of a lifetime, man, is take a look around. One day I'm going to write a book. That's going to be the title of it. Take a look nice. around. And um, hopefully everybody gets a chance to kind of sit back, take a deep breath, and just get a look, get a glimpse at where life is and uh, be thankful for what you have because there are plenty of people out there that have not one thing or would kill to have something that you do. So um, to that. there's no question. I uh, hope everybody has a great holiday. You got any closing statements? Pretty much just happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's time to be thankful. And like you said, man, just take a look at what's in your face. Slow down. Yep. Slow down. Take a breath. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the food. 
Don't get too much agita. All right. But uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Take Thanks a look for around. Tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you. Peace.